I will say this, when we provide all the details, I believe our community will be shocked. A mother disappears from a small town in Florida. It's been 20 days. We're on our hands and knees for Julie to return home. The suspect, a co-worker she hardly knew. Investigators have found 18 aliases in 33 cities dating back to 1996. It became a murder investigation gripping a tight-knit Northeast Florida community, making headlines across the country. They tell us there's still no sign of the mother of three. Were there people close to her who went missing? Jolene Cummings didn't trust her. It's another bizarre twist in the case of the disappearance of Jolene Cummings. Every twist and turn more shocking than the last. That's why beginning tomorrow morning, we'll begin searching for evidence at the Waste Management Chester Island Road landfill. And this community hopes clues are found about Jolene Cummings' disappearance. This is Where's Jolene, covering the search for Jolene Cummings and the search for answers in one of Florida's most puzzling murder cases. Investigators say Kimberly Kessler dumped Jolene Cummings SUV in a parking lot. They arrested Kessler at a St. Johns County rest stop and brought her to the sheriff's office. She begins her interview with investigators joking about the handcuffs. Those hurting you? No, they feel great. You can put them on tighter if you want. Oh. <laughs> Whatever you want to do. I'm a match your mercy, okay. so have as much fun as you'd like. Off? Kessler <laughs> is dressed in all black in an interview room at the St. John's County Sheriff's Office and has what appears to be marks Wait, on her face. Wait, some people, crime scene to come, okay? Um, but in the meantime, i got to read you some stuff, okay? It's a search warrant, just so you know, okay? Uh, in the Seventh Circuit, Judicial Circuit, in and for St. John's County, State of Florida, County of St. John's, in the name of the State of Florida, to any and all singular the sheriffs or deputy sheriffs of St. John's County or investigators with the office. So here's what's going to happen. That's your copy, hun. Um, wait on a crime scene tech to come. They're just going to photograph you and then do a swab your hands, take DNA out of your mouth, and do fingernail scrapings, and that's pretty much it. And then take your clothes, and we'll get you some clothes to put on, and then you'll just go to the jail. After an hour and 35 minutes, a crime tech comes in, swabs her, and takes pictures. Some injury photos. Uh, so I'm going to have you stand up against this wall. Put your hands straight down at your side for me. Mugshots later released of Kimberly Kessler shows the marks on her face. She was later transferred to Nassau County and held on a half million dollars bond. The state attorney's office released a three hour interrogation video dated May 18th, 2018. In this video, after 31 minutes, Kessler lays down on the couch in the police interview room. She's there for 45 minutes before investigators come back in. Are you sleeping? No, not at all. Okay. I am. I'm <laughs> sleeping. My name's Wayne. This is Charlie. Hey, how are you? We want to talk to you for a few minutes. What name do you want me to, to call you? Because I was talking to the detective that drove you up and he said I might have been calling you by the wrong name. It's funny that St. John's didn't tell you. When you run, run my fingerprints through, they come mm -hmm. up as Kimberly Lee Kessler. That's about it. So I would prefer to be called Kim. Okay. 
Uh, okay, I just want to make sure I'm, that I'm calling you uh, by your right name. But if you good. run them through, I mean, the last time I got picked up was back in 1999, and I bonded out, and it took them, I don't remember, it was a couple weeks, I don't know if it was two and a half weeks or three and a half weeks before they actually... You know, matched them matched up. Them up. Yeah, it didn't like, but that was 1999, so maybe it was a little bit slower then. Kessler is shackled, wearing an orange jumpsuit. She seems calm, even joking with detectives about her alleged aliases and fingerprinting. Oh no, fingerprints are fingerprints. Fingerprints are fingerprints, I mean, I agree. <laughs> like, but, but I, have, I, uh, I didn't erase them with acid, so <laughs> they are the same. Kessler admits she hadn't spoken to her family in a while. Remember, Kessler disappeared from Pennsylvania in 2004. So do you plan on going back and reunite with your family? Are you at the side or what? Yeah, I think so. Is I think it's just time. I'm 50 just years made? old. I am 50 and I'm oh, just... I guess what, uh, yeah, it doesn't so matter. So. Looks are deceiving, obviously. Some people look young, some people look whatever. It doesn't even you matter. Have children? I do. I have a son. He is in North Carolina with his father. Um, that's what got me going, running again in 1999. Child Protective Services snatched him while I was at work from the babysitter, and that really sent me over the edge. So, um, thankfully, his father got him. My son is 20 years old now. Um, I haven't seen him since he was 14 months old. I'm very grateful that his father got to raise him. I did not want him in foster care. It scared me to death. I couldn't even understand why they, were, why they took him. So that sent me on my last 19-year run. He was, uh, he, he was born in 1998. My son is Brooke, and I was under the name Christina Brooke at the time. Yeah, the names go on, don't they? She opens up to investigators about her other aliases. She allegedly had 25 different ones in more than 30 U.S. cities. Detectives are having to retrace her steps since the early 2000s. The suspect in Jolene Cummings' disappearance admits she stopped letting people get close to her. more bizarre behavior during the interview, Kessler takes investigators back to her time in Arizona. That's one of my uh, first relationships in Arizona. He was actually, he robbed banks. And <laughs> I met him, I was working, I was working as a um, topless dancer and that was before my truck driving debut. <laughs> so, um, and I did that just for a little while, just, um, I love to dance and, I just, it, I don't know, I, I was young and, you know, it, it didn't bother me, but then it bothered me. I'm like, what am I, you know, it like starts to wear on you, like, you start to feel like dirty and I'm like, man, I can't do this anymore, but, um, so I met him at a, at a topless bar in Phoenix <laughs> and, um, just started going out with him and whatever and, and, um, he was with me whenever he called somebody and they said, the FBI is looking for you. And he's like, oh my God. And then he tells me everything. Oh, I robbed these banks. So I'm like, you what? <laughs> like, what? here's me. Where's the money? We pause the interview here and take you back to an interview with Kimberly Kessler's ex-husband in November of 2018. A man who claims that he twice married a woman suspected in a local mother's disappearance tells Action News Jax that he knew Kimberly Kessler was using an alias. In an exclusive interview with Action News Jax, the man gives some new insight into the woman linked to the Jolene Cummings disappearance. I'm Tanika Hughes. I'm John Bachman. Action News Jax's Bridget Matter is live from outside the Duval County Jail where Kessler's being held right now. And Bridget, the man says he thinks it's possible she is bipolar. 
And this man, he was married to Kessler twice. The two met in Arizona in the 1990s. He described her as a young runaway, a woman that he fell in love with. The man says he was married to Kessler, who was using the name Melissa McKernan. My thoughts about Melissa doing it, like my Melissa, I, I can't see her doing it. In the police interrogation, Kessler, she continues to ramble, detailing her past life. I had two IDs at the time. I had myself and then my other ID. And um, that's, yeah, I kind of started. I got my real estate license, and then that's when it started because I used my other ID and I got printed. Mm -hmm. And I had been printed once before. What was I printed once before for? I don't know. Pull it up. It's kind of like, just pull it up. You've done pretty good being around for 25 years. Through this whole thing, she appears incredibly relaxed, jumping from subject to subject. Now talking about humans being microchipped and the book of revelations from the Bible. Some of these um, people are talking about the chips being out and some of the elderly folks, they were chipping them because they had maybe Alzheimer's or whatever. And, um, just the things that these old people said, and, and I, it just kind of shocked me. And I'm like, I am. I, there was a time when I was younger, I'm like, I think, you know, of course. Okay, well, maybe I'll take the chip, and I'll go home and I'll take the chip out. You know, like, I'm trying to figure ways around it, right? Well, um, from what I heard on something on uh, YouTube, they said that there's something in that actual chip that changes or alters the DNA so that you can't take it out. <laughs> That's what makes it, because if you read Revelation, when he talks about that, you know, it doesn't say that anybody took the chip out and, like, changed their mind and got saved. It just says once they took the mark of the beast, that was it. I'm right. like, well, why can't it be? Why can't they just repent, you know? Well, it's because it actually alters their DNA because you know they're playing with DNA big time. It alters it so Now investigators read her, her Miranda rights. <laughs> Have you ever had your Miranda rights read to you before? Yeah, of course. That's You'll right. see. Right. A few minutes go by and investigators come back into the room. Kessler talks about her son. I am very grateful my son is alive and well. I was scared his whole life. I have prayed for that boy forever. I'm like... Now the conversation turns to Jolene Cummings. Detectives ask Kessler if she knows why she's there. Jennifer, whatever, but... Speaking of all the map, do you know why, why you're here? Um, yes, I'm being accused. Uh, you accused me the other night of, uh, you're like, where's Jolene at? So, and, and I do not know where she is. Because that's, you know, and, and the other night, and I think I apologized to you the other night because, you know, I just, when I talk to you and tell you that, that family means a lot to me, um, you know, a couple days ago I met Jolene's two sons, and I mean, they were literally, I mean, they were, I, I call it, and it's probably not the best term to use because 
people will look at it and go, that's kind of a prejudice statement. And I don't mean it that way, but you know, my mom, when I was a kid, she'd say, stop running around like a wild Indian. I mean, that's what it reminded me of, because her two little kids were just, literally, I'm standing there, and one of them's running between my legs, <laughs> just running around, and they're, and they're all over the floor, and I'm like, you know, they were, they were running around like wild Indians. I don't mean that's a negative way. And uh, it was just, you know, it just, it broke my heart, because I was like, you know, um, where is she? It's, you know, she had been reported missing. They said, you know, there's no way that she's not going to be with her kids. And so I probably come across harsh when I talked to you the other day. And for that, you know, I didn't, I didn't mean anything by it. But like I said, I want to know, I want to be able to find her and I want to be able to get her back with her little boys. Just like you need to go and be with Evan. She needs to be with her, her, with her kids, okay? Um, so again, if I come across, Kessler implies to investigators that she and Cummings didn't have much of a relationship. You know, the time or two that she'd say, I'm just going home and having a quiet night at home, or like, I don't have the kids tonight, or, you know, whatever, I'm just going to enjoy this. And I'd be like, you're young, why don't you go out? She's like, no, I don't need a man in my life. But here she had a boyfriend, I didn't even know that. They ask if she and Jolene ever hung out after work. Kessler says no. In the weeks after Cummings' disappearance, Action News Jack spoke to a client of the Tangles Hair Salon. It's where the two worked. She revealed tension in the workplace. In the short time she worked at Tangles Salon, Kimberly Kessler made a big impression. Now she's the sole suspect in the disappearance of her co-worker, Jolene Cummings. Jolene then told me, she was like, you know, one day she's going to need help and I'm not going to give it to her because she won't give it to me. A client who doesn't want to be identified tells Action News Jax she could feel the tension between the pair just two days before Cummings was last seen. I kind of felt uncomfortable because I was just like, Jolene is getting slammed by all these clients and you're just sitting around doing nothing not even helping her. You're hiding behind a wall, playing on your phone. Action News Jax told you last week when investigators discovered Cummings SUV in a Home Depot parking lot. They say surveillance shows Kessler ditching the vehicle, grabbing a cab at a nearby gas station and heading back to the salon. The manager at Tangle sent Action News Jax a statement that reads in part, quote, the world is full of evil, but many of us never expect it to hit so close as this. Police say they can connect Kessler to Jolene's SUV through surveillance video. The charge you were arrested on is a grand theft auto charge. You knew that, correct? Yes. Okay, okay. Um, and that was kind of what I was talking with you about the other day. Um, and the reason you're charged with that is because whenever we talked about that, um, there's video of you dropping her car off at the Home Depot parking lot there in Yulee and walking across and going into the uh, yeah. gate station and getting a taxi cab back down to, uh, they had it listed as Dick Swain's, but it was back down there to where Tangles is, okay? And that's why you're, you, you know, you're charged with a grand theft auto. Now police begin to share the evidence they say they've collected. Because I just want to be honest with you, because I think something bad happened that you didn't intend to happen, but um, uh, we have, you know, Take a look at your car. I mean, actually, and we, we went out and um, uh, went to your storage unit on the island. And we did that all on a legal basis. We had the search warrants going on, okay. Um, we 
you've got the, the video of you at the, when you go in and buy, buy the water, you bought it on your credit card. Uh, you paid for the, uh, for the cab on your credit card. Uh, you use the clerk's phone to make the phone call to the, car, to the cab company. Um, we also have recovered your shoes that has Jolene's blood on your shoes. Blood evidence found on Kessler's shoes investigators believe belonged to Cummings. Kimberly Kessler in the video does not seem phased by the news. The detective spends a few minutes talking calmly to her. Then one detective asks if there was an incident between Jolene and Kessler. She shakes her head no. But Did an accident happen between y'all? I mean, I think Jolene's dead, and I think you know where Jolene is. I think Jolene is dead, and I think you know where Jolene is. Next on Where is Jolene? Investigators believe Jolene is no longer alive. She, she's out there somewhere. Her body's out there somewhere. Their search leads them to a landfill. Search conditions, make no mistake, are going to be very rough. It's going to be heat, it's going to be rain, there's going to be other issues we're going to be dealing with, and team members are trained and equipped for it. This is an Action News Jack's presentation. Where's Jolene is written by Bridget Matter and edited by Nick Longo.